Hey everyone, welcome to Mental Break with Kate. I am so excited to share everything mental health on this platform. I want to cover those heavy topics. I want to talk about it. Let's talk about creating boundaries, how to preserve your mental health. So I thought it'd be fitting to come on here and start talking about my mental health first and how I've been affected by it and all the journey I've been on with it. So I'm just going to give you guys a warning here that this can be triggering for some of you. If you ever feel triggered, just click off, stop listening. I don't want you to feel triggered from my experience. So like all these topics are going to be, they're going to be very heavy and lots of learning, lots of trying to explore how to help our mental health. So if you ever feel triggered at any time, please click off. I appreciate your support and everything, but you come first. So let's get into it. So let's go back to Kate at age five. Before this time, I remember things were quite normal. I had my mom and dad there and I had my two siblings and life seemed pretty simple. So a couple months after my fifth birthday, I lost my mom to a terrible car accident that I was also a part of. And from that moment, I remember feeling lost, feeling abandoned, and just that feeling that you get when you lose a caregiver. So at that time, my dad did all he could for me as a single parent. He started taking me for counseling, and I remember going for about a year, working on those deep thoughts, trying to overcome that grief. We're going to flash forward to 23. I didn't see a counselor until I was 23 again. And I remember growing up a lot in my teen years, I never felt like I belonged. I found myself coping in ways that a teenager shouldn't. I was going out drinking uh, every weekend. I was working full time. I was bringing like in school, I strived in school. School was like the only structure I had, but Lots of the time I felt like I didn't belong. I was bullied throughout school for not having a mother. And there were things that just constantly piled up. And I never worked through them. I remember at the age of about 15, I was sexually assaulted by someone. And I never really worked through that. And... I remember contemplating taking my life at that age, and somehow I made it to 23 without seeing a counselor or a social worker ever again. I had many attempts at self-harm. I had constant worries that people were abandoning me, and I just want you guys to know that I know you're not alone when you feel that way. I see that there's hurt there, and even if you're silent about it, I understand. I've been in there. I also took on the role of a care provider at age five for my younger siblings. And looking back, that's a weight that a child shouldn't have to bear. And it was never something that was ever forced on me. It just felt like the right thing to do. And I was trying to be the best role model for my siblings, even though I was struggling myself. So at 23, I didn't understand why I felt depressed, and I came to the conclusion that I could no longer feel these feelings anymore. At this time, I was in a very healthy relationship, 
had my family around me, I had a steady job, and I still felt this way. So this was the first time I ever asked for help. At that time, I was very lucky. I had a nurse practitioner who cared about my feelings, cared about my health, and at that point, she diagnosed me with depression and generalized anxiety disorder. This was the first time in 23 years that I was ever put on medication for anything. I tried so many things. I've tried citrulline, fluoxetine, escitalopram. I either felt like a zombie, had major stomach upset, or just maxed out a dose because I couldn't find relief from it. And at that point, I didn't understand why I'm living this way and why anyone should live this way. Because I feel like... If you're put on a medication, it should be something that just aids you and doesn't actually take you down. So I was finally put on venlafaxine, which is something I'm still on, and I'm going to be very open about what I'm on because we're all different and all medications affect us different, our brain chemistries are different. So it's just, I found something that worked and I have stuck to it since then. But even during this time, I remember still not feeling myself, still not feeling like someone that could be a contribution to society, and I still had these pent-up feelings, and I constantly felt abandoned still. So this, like, even though I was medicated, it didn't take all that away. And I only was put on medication. I maybe saw a counselor once or twice. Never could make that relationship with a counselor, and I spent another three years going undiagnosed with what I have now. So let's fast forward to three years after I was 26 and I started having very constant ER visits because of my mental health. I have this, I'm going to be very open here and very vulnerable. I have this girl in my head that screams all the time and is afraid of abandonment and is freaking out because everything does not seem okay and even if it is okay it finds a way to make it not okay so we'll go to about june 2020 i finally had a psychiatrist because of this er visit that i had and i am so thankful for my sister she took me in for every er visit i've ever been in and honestly has saved my butt more than I would like to say. Uh, This was a dark time for me. I was in a relationship that I knew I wasn't a good one. I had moved to a new city with no supports, and I didn't have a clue where my life was going. In October of 2020, I attempted suicide, and no one no one ever understands how you feel at that exact moment you're trying to make everything stop and that's all you think about and you just want the suffering to stop the only and it it felt like the only way i could stop any of the hurt and the constant emotions i felt i didn't get hospitalized after this attempt and i kept my failed attempt quiet I still felt just as bad. Nothing in my life had changed. 
I finally told my brother, sister, and dad that I needed to go see a doctor. And that was three weeks after this attempt. In November of 2020, I had a resident doctor in the ER and I finally felt heard. I told him what I believed my diagnosis was, which was borderline personality disorder. And he confirmed the diagnosis, but didn't want to really confirm it until my psychiatrist said it. My psychiatrist had only known me for about six months at this point, and he's one of those doctors that takes a very slow approach, wanting to get to know you, wanting to understand you, and finally when I told him about this, he agreed that this diagnosis was correct and that I should start proper treatment. I was further diagnosed with complex PTSD due to the constant traumas that happened while I was growing up. And the most recent at that point was I was in a car accident the night of my brother's grad where I started having chronic migraines. And the interplay between chronic migraines and mental health is tremendous. And I, I still, like, I'm still struggling right now. And I will tell you exactly where I'm at now. So now I just celebrated my 28th birthday a couple weeks ago, and to be honest, it's been a struggle. I've had chronic migraines like crazy. I've had major bouts of depression. I've My most recent doctor's appointment was beginning of December. I was in the ER again, and I, I'm still waiting. I have been put on a DBT dialect behavioral therapy waitlist since my attempt, which was two years ago. And it's currently a three-year waitlist. I have been seeking out my own counseling, but on a low income, they don't really look at you that well. So here I am now. I'm in the middle of a career change because my migraines create more issues because of the work I'm doing and it makes me want to make this world a better place. I ultimately would love to become a social worker who specializes in dialect behavioral therapy because there is a need and your voice should be heard, your treatment should be accessible to you no matter where you are in your mental health journey. So with that being said, I've brought you up to date to where I am. Thank you all for listening to me ramble about my mental health. I am super excited to start teaching you guys and learning along the way myself. I love all of you for tuning in and I hope to see you guys in the next podcast. So keep an eye out for that. I will definitely tell you guys on my Instagram which is Mental Break with Kate, and I will see you guys then.